Voices of Hope is a podcast of New Hope Presbyterian Church in Castle Rock, Colorado. New Hope is a church that puts people first. Our Sunday worship is on site and online at 9.30 a.m. And you can listen to our sermons and podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and any popular podcast platforms. This week, New Hope's new senior pastor, Caressa Murray, brings us a sermon for me, New Hope, called Strength and Endurance for the Journey. Our scripture comes from Hebrews 12, 1 through 3, and Isaiah 40, 28 through 31, read by Pastor Caressa Murray. Friends in Christ, as we come to a time where we are going to listen to God's scriptures, God's living word found in Holy Scripture, let us go to God in prayer. God, you are the source of our light. Your word is a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path. And so, God, we come to you this morning, and we seek your wisdom. We seek your guidance for our life, and we pray that you speak through us this morning through these holy words found in Scripture. May they be relevant to our lives. May they bring us inspiration and hope as we continue to live as your people. And all of God's children said, amen. And it's okay if you want to say amen a little louder. It's okay. I promise. I promise, I am all about participation. You don't have to be the frozen chosen Presbyterians, I promise. And I grew up Presbyterian, so I can say that, yes. Well friends, our first scripture reading this morning comes from the Old Testament, the book of the prophet Isaiah. And the people of God are experiencing a time of exile, a time of bewilderment. And so God sends the prophet Isaiah to bring the people a word of hope, a word of assurance in these trying times. So let us listen to God's word to us this day from Isaiah chapter 40, verses 28 through 31. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. God does not faint or grow weary. God's understanding is unsearchable. God gives power to the faint and strengthens the powerless. Even youth will faint and be weary, and the young will fall exhausted. But those who wait for and hope in the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Our second scripture reading comes from the New Testament book of Hebrews. The author is writing to a group of Christians who are feeling discouraged. There's a time of displacement. They are feeling demoralized by what is going on around them. They're being excluded from their society because of the religious practices and behaviors and beliefs. They're kind of like the outcast or the marginalized. They're being pushed aside because they believe in God and because they believe in Jesus Christ and they seek to live a holy life. So the author of Hebrews writes to these Christians to encourage them, to encourage them to press onward, to keep running this race of faith despite any challenges they may experience. And so we come with this knowledge to listen for God's word through Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. So therefore, since we're surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin that clings so closely, 
and let us run with perseverance this race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, who is the pioneer and perfecter of faith, who for the sake of the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame, and he has now taken his seat at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him, Jesus, who endured such hostility against himself from sinners, so that you, my friends, may not grow weary in your souls or lose heart in this race. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, what a joy it is to be with you. Many weeks and months, for some of us years, of hoping and waiting. And it is good and right to be with you here this morning. Friends, I want to begin with a true story. Chandler Self, she is a lifelong runner with countless hours of training and races run. And it was on this cool December morning in Dallas, Texas, she was not only ready, fully ready and and able to run this 26.2 mile marathon, God bless her, that is not me. (laughs) And not only was she ready to run this marathon, she was determined to win it. It would be the first time in her whole running career that she would win a marathon. Well, at mile 18, just as she had strategized, she took the lead, and what a quite a significant lead it was. But at mile 25, her legs began to grow weak, and a few yards later, her legs completely gave out from underneath her. Every step was a struggle, every breath stinging her chest, and she took all that she had to dig deep down just to find the strength and grit to keep keep going. And in fact, she came where she could see the end of the finish line, that beautiful black and white checkered finish line that she was so determined to get to. And she believed she could do it, but her legs would not hold her up. I wonder if you have ever felt like that marathon runner. You're running along in this race of life, things to be going so well, and then all of a sudden, it's like somebody pulls the rug out from under you. An unexpected diagnosis, death of a loved one, loss of a job. You didn't make the school team that you were hoping for. Each day, you try to find the strength and grit to keep going. Each step is a challenge. Every task is difficult. There are times in our life when we are feeling strong and able, and then other times we feel weak and weary. At times in this race of faith, we are full of excitement and joy. We are invested and dedicated. And then other times we are full of doubt and we wonder, Where is God? If we're honest, each of us at some point in time know what it's like to be tired and weary. Physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. We know how it feels to run on empty and yet we still have to take that next step. Go to that next meeting, finish that next deadline, finish that homework or practice or event. 
and we take everything we have and we dig deep just to try to get going. I know there's been times in my faith journey where I felt like that, and maybe you have too. And I wonder if you felt that way in this past year. It's been a year of transition, hasn't it? Hasn't it? <laughs> Just wanted to make sure that you were awake, that's all. <laughs> Saying goodbye to beloved Pastor Russ, who I've had the joy of getting to talk with on a couple of occasions. Navigating the twists and turns as Nick retired and an interim came and went and our wonderful staff and lay leaders worked so hard to hold everything together. Amen? Amen. Yes. And I imagine there were times when you, as individuals and as a congregation, felt tired and weary, pushing through, hoping and waiting for what God had next, trying to stay the path even though you weren't quite sure what or who God would be calling. Well, friends, we're not the only ones that have felt that way. Throughout the generations, even going all the way back to the people of the Old Testament times, the people of Israel, they can resonate with how we have been feeling this last year. With the invasion of the Babylonians, their world was completely turned upside down. Family members, friends, leaders were all sent away to Babylon in exile, and others were left in ruins. It was a time of displacement, a time of discouragement, a time of bewilderment. And it's into this situation that God sends the prophet Isaiah to bring words of assurance, to bring words of hope. And in our reading today, we hear Isaiah saying to the people on behalf of God, my friends, God understands. God understands what you're going through. So rest assured that you may grow tired and weary, but God does not. God does not and will not grow tired and weary. In fact, God gives power to those who need strength. God revives the exhausted. Even young people grow tired and weary. Any young people in the house can say amen to that? It's not just us old people that grow tired and weary. It's the young people too. They have so much on their plate these days, it makes my head spin. Even youth, even young people grow tired and weary. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will fly on wings like eagles. They will run and not be tired. They will walk and not be weary. The prophet Isaiah reminds us that when we do grow tired and weary, we're to put that trust and hope in God, for it's God who renews our strength. It is God who re-energizes the exhausted, who empowers us to keep running that race of faith. Something that I've learned over my lifespan is that our journey of faith is not a sprint. It's more like a marathon, a lifelong journey. And it's about endurance, not speed. And some of us have been running this race of faith as long as we can remember. Anybody out there? Some of us have just begun this race of faith. 
Some of us, spiritually speaking, are running full speed, and others are jogging more of a jogger, more of a walker. Or maybe you even find times where you just stop and you wonder. I've also learned that along this race of faith, there are distractions that take our attention away from God. For me, busyness. Busyness is one of those. And not only are we in a busy season right now, we are about to be in a very busy season of the holidays. And sometimes we can get so caught up in our task and responsibilities that we forget to pause and spend time with God. There's also some of those tempting detours in life that try to veer us off God's path. Now I know none of you know what those are. And there are potholes and pitfalls that make us stumble and fall. There are situations and people that try to drain our energy. And before we know it, we become exhausted. And our legs start to give out underneath us, and we struggle to keep running. But once again, we're not alone. The people of the New Testament, the people the book of Hebrews was written to, also understand and have felt this way too. Relating our life of faith to a long-distance run, the author of Hebrews 11 gives a lengthy list of biblical ancestors that have come before us who have run this race of faith. And despite some of the distractions and detours, they kept running faithfully. Despite some of those pitfalls and potholes and whatever else comes through, They stayed focused and followed God. Now, as you and I know, it is not easy. It's definitely not a a walk in the park, to use a cliche. It's more like a cross-country race over hills and valleys, even some mountains I've been seeing around, right? And these experienced faithful runners, Abraham and Joseph, Moses and David, Ruth and Rahab, They can serve as examples for us. Examples of people who have run this journey before us to give us guidance, to give us examples, to give us people to look up to and to follow. And now, now these biblical ancestors are standing along the sidelines like people would at a marathon race, and they're cheering us on as we continue to run this race of faith. But you know, it occurred to me that there's also the faithful saints of new hope that have come before us. Joellen mentioned one of those earlier. People who first established this church. People who invested their time and energy and resources to build this church, to bring it to where it is today. And maybe, maybe some of those saints are coming to your mind as we speak. All of these, our biblical ancestors, the saints of new hope, all of these people come together to be what the author of Hebrews calls a cloud of witnesses. And the author says, therefore, since we are surrounded by this wonderful cloud of witnesses cheering us on as we're running this race of faith, then we can run 
We can run with perseverance. We can run with endurance. We can run with strength and faithfulness, this race of faith that is set before us. Now, one thing strikes me about this list of biblical ancestors in Hebrews is that they did not run this race alone. They had what I'm calling running buddies. If you are a runner or a walker, if you have ever had the benefit of having someone that you can meet, that will run alongside you, that will walk alongside you, that will push you, that will meet you at 5 a.m., God bless you, to run in the cold, you know the benefit of having a running buddy or a walking buddy, right? And so when I look at this list of biblical ancestors, they didn't run alone. They had running buddies. Abraham had Sarah. Moses had Aaron. David had Jonathan. Mordecai had Esther. Mary had Martha. These were people that ran alongside one another. They knew they could not go it alone. They needed a community of faith. They needed running buddies to encourage them, to push them, to support them. And friends, we do too. Remember that marathon runner Chandler Self I told you about at the beginning? Anybody wondering what happened in her race? I finally got to that, right? You're like, all right, come on, preacher, about time. <laughs> well, let's watch, and hopefully this works. Oh, it did not. I don't know if I can hit play on this. Can you guys in the back hit play? Nope. Oh, come on. My first Sunday, we got to have technology working. But it could this definitely, oh, here we go. Good, good. Right here by both of them. Oh, Another boy. fall. Oh, Chandler's on the left. We just all want her to just get there. She's given everything she possibly has to get to this finish line. She is literally, from where we sit, we can oh, see she's less than 50 yards from the finish. Sold a phenomenal athlete and triathlete, great runner. She's just uh, willing herself there. Uh, and this is, this is our winner, ladies and gentlemen. This is not normally what you expect to see at the finish of a marathon. But Chandler Self has run herself to complete exhaustion, and she is so brave. This is incredible. And she's running fast. Remember, she's 30 minutes ahead, or slower than what the time is because she started earlier. She is still going to run the marathon in under 2 hours and 54 minutes. Tremendous, tremendous effort for Chandler Self today. Oh, Absolutely. my goodness. So that, yeah. that's a fantastic time. She's obviously... She yeah, thank y'all for that. So here's Chandler Self. She sees the finish line. She is trying to dig deep with everything she has to run, but her legs just completely give out from under her. And then Ariana. Ariana, a 17-year-old triathlete who is running a two-mile leg of a girls' relay, comes up alongside Chandler. Now, Ariana could have easily just kept running past and finished her two-mile relay leg and passed the baton to somebody else, but Ariana decided to stop. She decided to stop and help. In that moment, Ariana chose to be a running buddy for someone who she didn't even know, but she chose to be a running buddy who would support and encourage and run alongside and even carry her fellow runner so that Chandler 
could take the last two steps on her own to finish the race and to finish in first place. In our race of faith, not only are we surrounded by a cloud of witnesses, friends, but we have running buddies. People who journey alongside us, who pick us up when we fall. People who will help us when we struggle. People who will speak encouraging words into our ears and to our hearts when we are in despair. They are siblings in Christ who encourage us who love us and care for us in our good moments and even in our worst moments. But they are dedicated to journey with us in this race of faith. So friends, I want you to look around. No, really, look around. (laughs) I told you, participatory, yeah. Look around. Look around at one another. These are your running buddies. These are your spiritually running buddies. Yeah, these are your people. Together, we run this marathon of faith. Together, we fix our eyes on Jesus, who is the perfecter and the pioneer of our faith. Jesus is the one who ran this race before us and is now cheering us on. Friends, together, We set aside distractions that try to veer us off path. And we run together with confidence that God is with us and God is for us. And friends, together. Together we have discerned this new path that God is leading us on. We have listened to God's call as pastor and congregation to merge our paths into one as we set out on the next leg of New Hope's journey. So today I invite you, I invite each and every one of you to renew your commitment to this community of faith and the work of this church as we support and encourage each other as running buddies. Arm in arm, step by step, may we seek to run in stride with one another as we trust in God, who will renew our hope, who will strengthen our faith. And friends, it is God who will guide our way. Let us pray. Thank you for listening to Voices of Hope. If you have enjoyed our podcast, please rate and review it and share it with your friends. If you want to know more about New Hope, you can subscribe to our weekly email newsletter, The Midweek Memo, by going to our website and signing up. Friends, may you love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and may you go and love your neighbor as yourself. Go in peace.